0: Welcome everyone to Popcorn Peeps, the podcast in which we venture through the Hollywood Reporter's Top 100 Films of All Time and give our thoughts along the way. My name is Jordan Costa, this is episode 10, and we will be checking out Rocky, the 1976 American sports drama directed by John Elvidson, written and starring Sylvester Stallone. Other actors and actresses include Talia Shire, Burt Young, Carl Weathers, and Burgess Meredith. Rocky received 10 Academy Award nominations, winning three, including Best Picture. And in 2016, like every other film on this list, the film was selected for preservation in the United States National Film Registry as being culturally or historically significant or important as a piece of art. But without further ado, in the blue corner, we have Sarah Alexander.
1: Yo, Jordan.
2: And in the red corner, we have Craig, the killer, Moore. Hey, yo, you know, what's up? Refereeing this match, we have the ever so honorable Christopher McMullen.
3: Hey, everybody. Mm.
2: (laughs) So
0: what do you guys think of Rocky? What are your first impressions? Let's get right into it.
1: It did not age well.
0: (laughs) It did not age well. (laughs) Rocky was a good movie. I actually liked it way more than I thought I was going to.
3: So I was going into it thinking, ugh, this is another one of these ones where I'm like, we're recording tomorrow. I should probably watch this. But I really liked it. I didn't remember it being so good.
1: I don't remember it being so good.
2: Really? That's You don't remember it being so good? I don't, yeah, I just watched it yesterday. I don't, yeah. don't remember it being don't so good. I remember it being good. <laughs> yeah.
0: So to preface, I've never seen this film before, but I really liked Rocky, but not for any of the reasons I thought I was going to or reasons I thought I could like it. The film is so goofy. Stallone's character is like the socially awkward sweetheart which is not what I thought the film was gonna be about. And despite the fact that his acting is inconsistent, I think he does a really great job carrying the film.
1: Socially awkward stalker. He's
0: a loser, he's a bum. He's a stalker, he's not a sweetheart. He is a loser and he's a bum. He is a true underdog. And despite some of the um, sexual assault that happens in his apartment, he is someone
2: you can root for. Despite the sexual assault, which, I mean, you know. <laughs> okay, here's here's the
0: thing. what though. we say about Trump. But like Blade Runner is also a classic, and Harrison Ford does the exact same thing in Blade Runner. He basically rapes that android girl in his apartment, and everyone's like, it's okay, it's fine, and everyone regards Blade Runner as a
2: classic. And the scene in Rocky isn't nearly as bad. Well, two things. One, androids don't have rights. They oh should. Oh, my gosh, but, Craig. Okay. So there's that.
1: Minor detail. <laughs>
2: Second thing, that didn't age well either. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Bl- that part of Blade Runner aged well just because they, it and Rocky both did it. I think it's objectively the worst part of the film
0: and I would rather watch that guy in Reservoir Dogs get his ear cut off before I watch that <laughs> kissing scene again. But I'm just saying, if you take that out, this film is really good.
3: As awkward as it is or awful that it is, that was the way things were then. When I watched it, I was like, oh, this is so... Ricky. Uh, Ricky, Rocky, you need consent, (laughs) dude.
2: Yeah, no means no. I would like to leave means the door is over this way. Please help yourself.
1: Yeah, that would be terrifying to have a man who's as muscular as him hold the door shut that you can't leave and your only other option is to go back home to your abusive brother. It's like this poor woman has no real win here. Like was she actually liking Rocky or did she just see him as an escape from her sad home situation? I
2: think
3: she really liked him. I don't
2: know. Of course she really liked him. Sylvester Stallone wrote it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We totally got different vibes then because despite that scene, I really liked the fact that while Rocky was socially awkward, he was compassionate i liked the element that he cared for the animals i thought that made him somewhat more endearing and it showcased that he wasn't inherently a bad person despite the fact that he lived in a garbage pile he had to make his ends meet he couldn't pay his bills unless he was working with the mafia right i mean it seemed like he like they were trying to portray a good guy who was just dealt a bad hand and he was just doing what he could to make it through and he was pursuing what he loved
2: yeah the movie was pretty good there were a lot of parts that were like ah but you know what the story that rags to riches that guy who never got his shot finally gets his shot kind of story. It was good. All right, so let's talk about some of the characters.
0: Let's start with Polly. I think Polly is one of the worst characters, and not just because Polly is an asshole, but because Rocket continues to try and be his friend despite the fact that Polly is a destructive psychopath. Yeah, and a user. Mm -hmm. That was not good. I think there could have been a potential for a great dynamic there. If Polly tries to push and push and take and take, people have enough of it and they just cut him out. And that would be the end of Polly's arc. Like Icarus flew too close to the sun. He got too greedy and then he paid for it. But nothing bad happened to Polly. He got $3,000 and a label on the back of Rocky's
3: sweater. Polly made out like a bandit.
1: Yeah, so is Rocky that good of a person? I think
3: he is. I don't think so. By 2021 standards, maybe not. But like this is a long time ago.
1: I don't know, I just don't think he was a great guy maybe he's not supposed to be that good of a guy. No, I mean, I've seen better boxing movies. I've seen better underdog stories. I've seen better movies about people who could have been contenders.
2: What underdog story is better than Rocky? Rudy is a better underdog story than Rocky.
1: Oh, there's so many, yeah, Rudy. Most sports movies out nowadays are underdog stories. I even liked Creed better than I liked Rocky.
0: Is Rocky not one of the pivotal like films? Like, is this not like the Seven Samurai of sports movies?
2: I don't know the answer to that because I haven't watched enough sports movies to be able to tell you me neither i wouldn't be surprised to learn that the reason rocky is on the list is because this was the first movie to successfully do what it did with the underdog story
1: but even seven samurai was an underdog story yeah but it was an underdog story
0: in a very different light
1: i don't know there's just been a lot better it's an
0: underdog story in the sense that
2: the villagers were underdogs and so they
0: brought on trained warriors
2: to protect and they won in the end when did miracle on ice come out w- miracle do you know I-, I know that's a pivotal sports movie
0: i would even watch any sports movies at all I think they're all basically the same and so I kind of fell off sports movies like 10 years ago
2: Miracle on Ice 1981 yeah so that would have come out after this right so I was thinking the other big underdog movie that I can think of off the top of my head is Miracle so maybe Rocky was just the first one to do
1: it congrats but it just still doesn't make me love you I laughed a lot and I don't think I should have because of how bad some of the parts were
2: so the one character I really liked actually was adrian and unfortunately her character really only showed up for the last half of the movie adrian was one of my least
0: favorite characters
3: Oh, I liked her. I like how she came out of her shell.
0: She had no meaningful character growth that wasn't facilitated just by being with Rocky. It's all instigated by being sexually assaulted by Rocky. He pulls off her glasses and all of a sudden now she has the confidence to stand up to her brother and like be her own person. Yeah. And it just it feels so hollow. That really upset me.
1: Never puts them on again. She it's 2020 vision after that
0: so okay, Rocky can call you a sweetheart and a bombshell but you you're blind as a fucking bat like what kind of trade-off is that? I
3: know women who don't wear their and men who don't wear their glasses although they should because they <laughs> like how they look without them you know
0: what would have been a really cool twist is if she was trying to not look like a dweeb and she didn't wear glasses and Rocky noticed she was having trouble and Rocky was the one who kept putting them back on her so she could fucking see and then he calls her beautiful that's the 2021 version. <laughs>
1: The whole romance seemed negligible to me. You could have cut it out and it wouldn't have changed anything except a memorable line. Like you didn't get any development from it.
0: Why is Rocky a creep, Sarah? Other than the one scene in the apartment, what what else exemplifies creep?
1: The fact that he showed up to her work every he day. He needed
0: turtle food. He needed turtle food every day. If I had a man day. show up to
1: my work.
0: Do turtles not eat every single day?
1: No, he didn't. He showed up there every day to talk to her. We only saw a couple clips of him in the pet shop, but she didn't give him any hint of being into it. And yet he still showed up every single day. That's psycho. The only reason she goes out with him is because her brother gets abusive and throws her dinner outside. Isn't a great start. And then he's holding the chicken wing for the rest of the scene or the bird's
0: (laughs) wing
2: yeah Uh, i i think i got to agree with sarah my impression of the rocky going into the pet store over and over the reaction that adrian seemed to be giving him was this like closed off like leave me alone i don't want to talk to you weirdo kind of attitude and he kept doing it over and over
1: and then they go to his house after yes
2: rocky came off like a creep but i recognize that i'm saying that in 2021 i think intention is really important and rocky never intended to be malicious
0: it was just social incompetence
3: and she yeah she even was like i don't think i should go in so i want to be clear i don't think what he's doing is right but that is the narrative that is what boys and men were taught even up to like 10 years ago you just become fixated on a woman you just wear her down right Win her, win her, no, win Cheering her romance. over is, is the, yeah. by wearing her down. Yeah, no, but like victory by that, exhaustion. That was that was the way that men were taught to pursue women.
0: That is a recurring story trope. There's a lot of stories that are just men asking women or women asking men out again enough times to where they cave and that starts the romance. Like I've seen that a lot. Like this, that's yeah. not uncommon. Mm-hmm. And despite the fact that it is obviously not proper social etiquette, I don't think it's anything we, that isn't uh, present elsewhere
3: yeah i think that's what i'm trying to say is we shouldn't be picking on rocky for this because you could watch 20 other movies from that year and they would have the exact same kind of thing
1: doesn't mean i'll like them either
3: that's fair
2: i agree with you chris and i think we could spend 60 minutes just talking about how awkward those scenes are so i think we need to set those scenes aside and talk about the rest of the movie
0: (laughs) (laughs) Craig's like get the show
2: on the road What do you think about Apollo Creed as the antagonist? I loved Apollo Creed. He might have actually been my, uh, he, he was probably my favorite character. He was great. He was pretty good. He was the antithesis to Rocky. Rocky was all about boxing and Apollo
0: was all about business. And that's, I think, why their dynamic was interesting because Apollo never took him seriously. He treated him like he was an ape in an exhibit, right? And he just wanted to, like, show mm-hmm. him
2: off and play around with him in the first couple rounds. I think they said that. Do they? Do they in the film? The one line where, he's, where he said something like, uh, this guy doesn't know it's a show. Mm-hmm. He thinks yep. it's a
0: fight. Funny- yeah. And I like that dynamic. I think that works well. I also didn't know this, but apparently that was uh, based directly off of Muhammad Ali. I'm not a big boxing enthusiast, but yeah, that's where the inspiration came
2: from. I can see that. Absolutely. And and the whole Uncle Sam coming out with the hat <laughs> and like, man, he was so over the top. He was the most animated character in the mm-hmm. entire show. It was interesting because when I was watching it, I was thinking, it's almost like we're watching a story where we're focusing on a secondary character. The story is about Apollo Creed, but we're watching Rocky, this nobody. I like that. I totally disagree with that. I feel like Apollo Creed is built to be larger than life, this
0: grandiose, big big bad just so Rocky really has a low starting point and he can ascend by the end of the film. That's why Apollo Creed is grandiose so that Rocky can truly climb the mountain that is
2: Apollo Creed. Yeah, the best bad guys are the heroes in their own mind, right? And not that Apollo Creed is necessarily a bad guy in this story. He's just the opponent. Yeah, he's a...
3: The antagonist, as it were. Sure.
2: He is an antagonist, but he's no supervillain. He's no Mr. Munts.
0: He's not trying to kill anyone. He's just trying to put on a show, make some money, have a good time.
2: I would say this story was as much or probably more man versus himself than man versus man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was inspiring. I liked seeing his drive. Sylvester Stallone, a lot of his acting is really goofy and inconsistent. But when he hit his moments of glory, like when he's having that argument with the coach and he he's screaming and you it feels really impactful and motivating and like that's what makes me root for rocky and
2: like want to strive to accomplish more the fire inside of him it burns and it's evident yeah the humanity of that character was very visceral and apparent and i think we also saw that when he, he got that kid off the street corner and was like taking the kid home and then the kid was like i'm not gonna listen to you rocky or whatever she said and he just kind of turned around and was like yeah why the hell would anyone <laughs> listen to me i'm just an idiot yeah
0: i did like that dynamic i thought it was funny because you're right everything he was telling her it wasn't wrong and it was generally best practice but at the same time look who it's coming from so yeah a little ironic maybe he should follow some of his own advice
2: yeah that's good advice Rocky you should listen to it
0: (laughs) (laughs) what about some of the other characters like uh I guess the only other remotely big one would be the coach
1: Mickey
3: I like the coach Mickey
1: that's another one I would have liked more of a backstory from
0: but you do get a little bit of the backstory he talks about how he could never make it
1: Yeah, but it's in that one scene, and again, as I said, there's been better, I could have been a contender speeches, and then you get a little bit of argument back from Rocky, and then They're out on the street. We don't hear what's said. A little bit of argument back from
0: Rocky. Those were Sylvester Stallone's best moments of the whole film.
1: They run out onto the street and kiss and make up, and then it's never brought back how they were able to get past that. I don't know.
0: Right up until that point where they kiss and make up,
2: it's his best scene. Yeah, it's like the best best three minutes of the entire movie.
0: It's the best three quarters of a scene in the film.
1: Yeah.
3: (laughs) It was weird how they went off there in the distance. We don't know how they reconciled. But leading up to that point, it was good.
0: Yeah, it's like, okay,
1: fine, because I have no... Other option. (laughs) Yeah, like where does the plot go from here?
0: Apparently, the initial draft was written in like three to four days and was just a caffeine-fueled writing binge by Stallone. And they did change a lot of the stuff, but I think when you hear that, a lot of these plot-conveniency moments make a little more sense. Yeah, I thought the coach was just some screechy-ass leech. He didn't give a shit about Rocky, but the moment Rocky got a taste of success, he was right there. Like, what can I do for you, Rocky? You need your shoes shined. You need a new punching bag. Oh, your locker. You want your locker back? Here you go. forget about me. <laughs> and also he sounds like he's been chain smoking since the day he left the fucking womb. Holy shit my ears. Probably was.
3: Oh, I love that. That was a great voice. Why I think are he was g- g- Yeah, he's got Rocky. a great voice actually.
2: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I think he's got a great voice.
0: That can't even be a real voice. I'm pretty sure it is. If it is like seek help my friend
3: that was not like his first movie He was a movie star for quite some time
0: <laughs> did he do
2: that in all of his films or was this just like a character specific thing
3: I think so I think if you even go back to like the 40s he sounded like
2: that I thought this was a great great moment great series of moments how did you guys feel about the training montage I fucking love it
0: but I'm it's so good that's that's iconic
3: I was expecting to hate it too, but they did a good job. Yeah,
2: same. <laughs> I, I hated that I liked it.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was so good. And I'm like, the first time he goes up the step, he looks like he's going to die. He's dying, yeah. And then like a few weeks later, he goes up and, and I'm like, holy shit, this is not a cliched piece of garbage. This is actually really good cinema.
0: As someone who has started a workout regimen and quit two weeks later many, many times, I feel that first flight up the stairs (laughs) when you're dying and you're wheezing. You're like... (gasps)
2: could resonate with that but then he's you know he runs up he sprints up and he just has the time of his life man it was an inspiring moment and i hated how much i loved it nah it was good the training montage uh, i think is probably one of the most recognizable moments in probably all of cinema right
1: but how bad
0: were the song lyrics i didn't actually listen to the lyrics what were some of the lyrics sarah
1: There were two, Getting Strong Now, and the second was I Am Strong Now, and that was it. What else do you need? I don't know. I just thought this is...
3: What are you looking for? I was
1: expecting... I thought Aya the Tiger was in this. (laughs) Why did I think that too?
3: No, that's the second one. That's Rocky Three.
1: Yeah, so then I heard this one and I was like, what the F is this song? Getting strong now.
3: I just thought it was like- um, I am
1: strong now. That's
3: amazing.
1: (laughs) Okay, I get it.
3: Oh, do that again. Sarah,
1: put put that Um.
2: on your Spotify playlist. You're going to (laughs) be in two weeks. (laughs) What was the budget for music licensing for this movie? Because it seemed like they only had one song and they played it at different <laughs> speeds on different instruments throughout the movie, like the sad piano mat- medley. And then like, well, he's, you know, rock and roll version where he's doing his montage, but they only had the one song <laughs> and they just had it on a loop. Well,
0: well, let's talk a little bit about the music then. The film's music was composed by Bill Coney, who wrote the music for a ton of films, but not a ton you would immediately recognize, probably some of the standouts are 007, Your Eyes Only, and Karate Kid. But yeah, so there was one main theme and there was a lot of different iterations of that theme. And going back and listening to it, it's pretty good. Like that main theme is iconic. Rocky without that song is like Star Wars without lightsabers. Like, you need that. It hits the right notes. It's the right pace. It's introduced to the film in the right ways. And it's just unforgettable. And it's versatile enough for every scene. It is so versatile. You can (laughs) remix it 16 times and put it in every scene. Everyone says that guy who wrote Old Town Road, what's his name? Lil Nas X? is doing too many remixes. No, he's just inspired by my guy, Bill Coney, who is the real
2: OG. (laughs) Brilliant.
3: No, I I like when in a film, they play like variations of a theme. The whole reason a theme exists is because you like mutate it right
0: yeah i think my favorite variation of that theme was called first date it's like the somber piano version of it they slow down the tempo and it does such a great job of emphasizing how shitty rocky's life is and it just cements that low life feel they play it when he's at his lows and he's moping around you hear it in the background and it does such a great job of helping you feel what rocky feels Did you want to make a comment about the music, Sarah?
1: No, I think I already said my piece about the theme song and how I thought it was going to be Eye of the Tiger and so everything else was severely disappointing (laughs) about it.
0: (laughs) I'm going to go on the record and say Gonna Fly Now is
2: a way better song than Eye of the Tiger. That is a bold claim. Bold claim. Nah. Flame them in the comments down below.
3: <laughs> I hate to do this, but I agree with Jordan.
0: Eye of the Tiger is great, but it's like cheesy, a lot of cheese. Whereas this is genuinely like a great piece of music.
1: And those two lyrics weren't?
0: No, that's all you need, Sarah.
3: Tell me the other lyrics of Eye of the Tiger.
0: It's the Eye of the Tiger.
3: It's the da 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 da. <laughs> exactly. I
0: only know the Weird Al Yankovic version called Ryer the what? Kaiser about the bakery.
2: <laughs> <sighs> How'd you guys feel about the final fight?
3: It was good. I really like that. Wait a second. Did they tie?
2: No, no. It went to split decision and Apollo won in the split decision.
3: Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, I just blanked out for a second there. Yeah. No, I I didn't want Rocky to win.
2: Yeah. It's so much better with Rocky losing. You
1: can't train for five weeks and beat the world number one by running a few flights of stairs and drinking a couple eggs. Here's the thing though, like Jen asked me before
0: the fight started, who do you think's going to win? And I genuinely did not know. And you know what? I thought that must have been good storytelling because at that point, like I couldn't predict how it was going to go. I'm like, I could really see them putting it either way. And that's what made the final scene so much fun because I genuinely had no idea where it was going to go. So I was like on the edge of my seat. I'm like, woo. Yeah. It was just a good time.
2: Rocky won his own personal victory condition though which was yes. to go the distance with the champ
0: and that's the perfect compromise between being realistic but also being heartwarming and sending the message of strive for your goals because rocky does strive for his goal it's just not the same goal everyone thinks he has
3: yeah and then he goes on and it launches his career in there to shitty movies after this one
2: i think there's like seven isn't there one he goes to fight martians on the moon or something close encounters of the (laughs) third kind i
3: know there's one with dolph lundgren
0: quick question for you guys so there are eight sequels have you guys seen any of them and do they live up to what rocky one does
2: i've seen the one where he fights the russian and i know that rocky five plus rocky two equals rocky seven adrian's revenge
1: (laughs) i don't know what any of that (laughs) means
2: it's a simpsons quote oh Would you recommend any of them? I've
1: only seen Creed.
2: Yeah, I like the one that I saw. It was really enjoyable. You know, the whole USA versus USSR Cold War cheese. It's it's horribly good. Okay,
0: cool.
3: That's the one I was thinking of and I hated it.
0: (laughs) I would not be opposed to watching some more Rocky.
3: What about you, Sarah?
1: I liked Creed.
3: That's a really new one, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it's 2015 or 2016.
3: Okay, so way less rapey than the uh, the 70s one.
1: Watch it just be like 12 yep. times more rapey. I feel like it's hard
0: to get away with that these days. So is there anything else you guys would like to talk about? Good moments, bad moments, or anything you found particularly interesting that we haven't discussed yet?
3: When he's talking to Adrian, he's like, I'm dumb and you're shy. What a pair we made. <laughs> that,
0: <laughs> that is really sweet.
3: But reductive and Funny and sweet.
0: I did think a lot of Rocky's jokes were genuinely funny. Like, I laughed at a lot of them. I liked the comedy. I thought he was bubbly, and a lot of that is what made him personable. And I liked that he wasn't afraid to be self-deprecating. He understood his situation, and he owned it.
3: Yeah, he knew his IQ was like 70.
2: Well, you can only get hit in the head so many times, right? (laughs) True,
1: true.
3: Yeah, I guess that is part of it. But the other one, I don't even know if you guys caught this, but it was amazing. The first time that he's in the 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 meat freezer, as he walks by one of the sides of beef, he pokes it and goes, Move.
2: Yeah, I saw that <laughs> it was funny. I actually thought I thought that the character was really good. And I thought Sylvester Stallone did a good job. You know, it, Jordan didn't like it, his his acting in all the cases. But I thought, you know, Sly did a pretty good job. Well, that was a big contentious point when this film
0: was being pitched. He was trying to pitch it to tons of different Hollywood execs. And a lot of people were really keen on it, but they didn't want Stallone to play the lead. And Stallone said, no, you want my movie? I play the part. And that's why it took so long to get made after it was written. But I like it. I think despite the fact that it was a little bit inconsistent, I'm happy with how this turned out. I wouldn't want to swap him for someone else.
2: No, absolutely not.
3: Oh, yeah, it would not be the same movie at all.
1: I liked that he brought his dog.
3: Yes, I read that too. That's pretty awesome. Oh, I didn't
1: know that. That's awesome. Yeah, but Kiss was his dog. Yeah, That's
2: incredible. Some
0: of my favorite moments, I think the coach asks Rocky if he's thought about retirement. And after Rocky says no, the coach just laughs and goes, well, you should. Quick witty one-liners like that I thought were really good. And when Polly is trying to comb his hair, his awful hair, he doesn't even hardly have any. He's doing it in this little (sighs) sliver of a mirror in this dive bar. And then he starts. It looks terrible. Combs it a couple times. Takes a look. Still looks terrible. And then he shrugs, puts a hat on, and then leaves the scene. <laughs> Little slapstick bits like that were all done really well. and it makes it more
2: personable. Another good example of the bartender where he's like, Rocky says to him, when did you ever take a shot? And the bartender goes, hey, you want me to take a shot? I'll take a shot. And he pours himself <laughs> a shot.
3: Very good. What else did I have? Even though I didn't like all the characters, they were all great characters. And they, pretty much every one of them was broken and flawed in some way. And that made them seem way more real.
2: Yeah. How did you guys think about the acting other than Stallone? Do you think uh, it was done well? I thought Adrian's character was well acted in the parts that she actually got to act. I think so too.
1: And I guess Polly was good in the sense that he was supposed to be really annoying and that worked out for him. Yeah,
2: he was a believable shitty person. Yeah. The actor who played Polly did a great
0: job. I just think some of the writing around Polly's character was a little bit janky.
1: I did not like the Lone Shark character. I couldn't get a read on him because he seemed like this kind of badass. I'm in this life of crime, but I'm actually a super nice guy and I'm going to pay for your training and show up at your show and support you and then you'll never have to work for me again.
2: Yeah, I thought that whole thing was weird. I actually felt that pretty much every single one of the scenes with the mobsters and the collecting and all that pretty well could have just been cut you could have given me yes literally anything else
0: it almost seems like they wanted to build the world a little bit so they put that in
2: there but it was kind of like tacked on
1: Yes, I would agree.
2: I would have preferred to see Rocky just working at the docks or something.
0: Yeah,
1: or actually breaking (laughs) people's fingers. There would be a
0: good character conflict here if Adrian had confronted Rocky about working for the mafia and that could be some character building for them. Yeah. But that didn't happen. unfortunately
3: yeah unfortunately adrian was like an accessory unfortunately
2: yeah she kind of played the the b tier character in every event in her life yeah all right folks
0: where are you gonna put rocky on our list of best films so far oh and if you're watching on youtube there is a link to a spreadsheet containing all of our rankings so far in the description
1: I'm going to put it in number seven, below Deer Hunter and above Pan's Labyrinth.
2: Interesting. I am going to stick Rocky directly in fifth between Dr. Zhivago and Pan's Labyrinth.
3: I'm trying to compare it to Bonnie and Clyde. That's where I'm stuck. I think under Bonnie and Clyde, which we put it at five.
2: I'm going to put Rocky at number three. Oh.
0: I'm going to put it below Close Encounters of the Third Kind and above Bonnie and Clyde. And I think, Sarah, you were being way too harsh on the elements of the film you didn't like. And I didn't think those were nearly as deal-breaking as you. And I really thought the things that this film did well were great. I loved the pump-up vibe. I liked the overall message. I liked most of the acting. And I, I just had a good time. I was entertained. And so for that reason, I'm going to put it at number three. Chris, what are we going to be watching in the next episode?
3: Oh shit, I knew it, but then I fell asleep and I forgot
0: Fuck off, open up your thing
3: Jordan, I love you so much It's Memento, which the concept is When he falls asleep, he forgets
0: Oh Oh, my god
3: (laughs) So yes, we'll be watching Memento next week And you can It's it's not actually available on a lot of places Looks like the only place to stream it Is on Prime Video And something called Hoopla Don't watch it on Hoopla If you have a subscription to Hoopla, you can watch it (laughs) and then renting on Microsoft or buy it on Microsoft.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Chris. I'd like to extend a special thank you to those who support the show on patreon.com. Special thank you to Travis Laporte, Jim Wamsley, Frank Costa, and Ryan Saarinen. If you would like to support the show on patreon.com, there's a link at the top of the description. Your support is never required, but always appreciated. But until next time, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Hey, Rocky. Hey, Coach, what's going on? Why are you such a bum? Why'd you take my locker, you stinky old rat?
1: Because you're a nobody, Rocky. You're never going to be anybody.
0: You just wait, Coach. I'm going to make it big, and I'm going to show you how far I can go.